BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. If you listened to the show yesterday, whether live or on a podcast, we had just brought up the subject of Paul Kessler again, wondering what was going on with the case. That's the Jewish man that was at the rally opposing sides, uh, Palestine versus Israel. And uh, he got knocked down, hit his head, and he died. Uh, that happened in Thousand Oaks a couple of weekends ago. And uh, I was wondering up in Ventura County, what's going on? Did the case just sink away. But uh, they did announce an arrest this morning. It is the uh, heavy set. Uh, computer science teacher that uh, from Moorpark, the 50-year-old man. We'll get into all the details of that breaking news story, uh, which occurred this morning in about uh, 30 minutes. But right now, looks like we have a chance to talk to one of the business owners who actually operated a business underneath the 10 freeway near downtown Los Angeles, which was devastated by the fire last weekend. Uh, his name is Rudy Serafin. Uh, his business uh, was... Supplying the garment district with hangers, cardboard, and other items. And right now he's out, according to Fox 11, he's out of $800,000 in equipment and trucks. Still trying to make deliveries. Still trying to keep going. He was subleasing from Anthony Noade, uh, who held the lease from Caltrans. And uh, Rudy is telling uh, reporters that Caltrans knew that Noade was there for many years and uh, I, I think when you find out how many, you're, you're going to be stunned. We got him? Hey, uh, are, you, are you there, Rudy? Yes, sir. Rudy, thanks for coming on with us. Uh, we're really sorry about what happened to your business there. All right. Um, t t how long have you had that business uh, on, on uh, Noade's leased property? Uh, I opened my business, uh, I believe, since 99, but I, in that property, I've been there since uh, 2009, December 2009. 2009. 
And Caltrans yeah. knew that Nawade had sublet all these businesses, and they knew that you were there with your business. I'm pretty sure, yeah. You know, I, I mean, uh, a very kind, very kind man, uh, which was the inspector. Well, I hope I don't get him in trouble. Uh, used to go there every year, and he he was very, very, very kind and very uh, uh, nice man. Um, I mean, he used to talk with me, and he used to go around and check around the place. Right. So you you actually showed him around. I would show him around when, when or whenever someone knew. Uh, I would tell the person, the the new tenant, that uh, I wasn't in charge, but uh, I felt me and him used to be, uh, talk very well. And like I said, he's a very kind man. So you know, he I would just tell tell the other people, hey, he's he's a cow trans guy. He just needs to look around. And he would look around, and that would be it, you know? How long were homeless people living under the uh, overpass? Homeless has, uh, when I got there, there was no homeless. Uh, ho- the homeless situation is getting worse, maybe like eight years uh, back. It's getting even more worse in the last couple of years. But I have to say, there was no homeless. There, w- there was no homeless in front of the door. Like, uh, I, uh, my my door to come in, was on uh, on the side of Lawrence, and uh, and uh, there was no homeless there. There was no homeless. There used to be homeless on the uh, uh, on the side of the ramp. Right. And there was no homeless. Yeah, and there was no homeless on the 14th side. Only to the very to the very end of the of the block, there was a few people that used to live there. Yeah. Right. Do you do you have any idea who, how this fire started? I, you know, when I when I was seeing the raging fire, I obviously thought that uh that it that it was the homeless because this is not the first fire, you know this is not this is not this is not even the first hundred fire, <laughs> you know. <laughs> at that, um, wait, wait, at that site? Oh no, not in that, not in that site, but within a block or two blocks, you could, if you were to walk around the the, I would say. Either either way you could go south, north, east, west, wherever, you will find that every every block has a stain of a uh, fire. You know, and and I'm not playing with that one. At least one. Right. Okay. At least one. And uh, so it's not something common. It is. It, it was. It was. It, it was very common for us to be smelling smoke. Then I would I, I would run, literally run, to see to see if uh, if if it was a. a a fire, or if it was, uh, if, if I if, if I smelled fire with the smell of food, I probably wouldn't go because it meant that the that the homeless uh, were alive and uh, they were trying to eat something. But if I just smelled smoke, I had to go because the truth of the matter is that uh, homeless, when they're doing drugs, sometimes they fall asleep with the torch open, and this is not something that I saw once. This is something that I that they would just sit down sit down on the sidewalk and start hitting the torch and. And uh, they would just fall asleep. A, a torch? You know what? What? Yeah, you know, like they would do drugs. Uh, I don't know what kind of drugs they were doing, but they would do it like in a pipe, and um, and they would do it with a pipe. And normally, those people have like a like a little like a little torch, like a little cigarette torch. Uh-huh. You know, like that. You turn on your cigarette, but it's like a little torch. Right. And they would they would literally just like start hitting a thing, and they would just bend over and 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 fall asleep, but with the torch open. But but you don't think this was a homeless cause fire? 
I, 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 you know, again, when, when I was, when I was, uh, when the first time that I saw the raging fire, I had like, I would say like 99.999 sure that it was a homeless. Now they're saying it was arson. You know, for me, it makes no difference. I lost everything. Right. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, it could have been arson by a homeless person. Right, that, that, that is true. That is true. Again, it doesn't change nothing that my, that my livelihood is lost. Yeah, you don't you don't live far from here. You said you run over when you smell smoke. Do you live nearby or something? Or oh no 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 no. I, when when I'm working, when I was working, working, I would run around. <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh, okay. I live yeah. I live in I live in Hollywood. And, I live and in Hollywood. Was your your business uh, like an open air business? Because you said it was sometimes you know, there might be homeless people, or they you said there wasn't homeless people at your door necessarily. Do you mean a literal door? Or do you mean the front of the gated area? The front, the front of the gate, the front of the gate. Right, right. So you were working outdoors all the time with your business. It, my my side of the small business, I created. It didn't have no real wall, but I created like a like a. I built a. I bought um a pallet racks uh, systems, and then I would just. I, I didn't buy them. They gave them to me. Um, they uh, they uh, I just built a. a like uh, like a rack system around my my area, and uh, and that will be my wall. Then I put up a big uh, tarp around it so people wouldn't sneak in, and that's it. That's it. That's all I could do. So, uh, so nobody ever from the state. You said when Caltrans came around, it was Caltrans, right? It was Caltrans. Also, the fire department once in a while walked in there. Fire department, the state fire department, Cal Fire or uh, LA LA Fire Department. You know. I have to tell the truth, and the truth is, I don't know. It, it was a guy dressed as a, uh, as a firefighter. A guy with a, a firefighter know? costume. Okay. Yeah, well, did yeah, they? Did they? Yeah. Did they express any concern that there was a fire danger there? You know, they would check my uh, my fire extinguishers, which I had more than plenty, um, and uh, and they never really uh, bugged me, honestly. So they never. I had my place clean. I had my place clean. I had my place. Obviously, I had a bunch of. Uh, I sell boxes, hangers for the garment industry, and I had obviously a bunch of boxes there and stuff like that. But for them to tell me, "Hey, you cannot be here," no, definitely not. You know, they, they were also good people. You know, I mean, the firemen, uh, especially whoever was the fire people that were taking out the plane and blaze. There, they're, honestly, they're they're so, brave man, brave man. Yeah. So nobody from the state ever told you that. Uh, the business, your business should not be there. That it was violating the lease or a law or anything like that. No, man. No, no, sir. I, I no, sir. No, 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 that, 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 uh, that, that is definitely that never happened. Like I said, I, I hope I don't get the, uh, the inspector in trouble because um, he, he is a very nice man. I haven't talked to him in a while, but. He is a very nice guy. Yeah. Well. Well. What are you going to do now? Are you going to try to find another place to set up your business, or the only thing that a working man can do is keep on working, sir? Yeah. Do you have any insurance? Uh, no, sir. I did try to get it, but uh, as you know, the insurances are fleeing California, so they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Uh, they would not uh, insure me, and they would not. Uh, just so you know, like one, one of my neighbors, which he's a trash guy, has a, had two trucks. He had been paying insurance for like 40 years. Like literally two months ago, the insurance left him. Oh. And, yes. and he had full coverage and everything. And now the trucks are gone. 
everything's gone. Nothing was salvageable. Even if it wasn't something was salvageable, uh, the uh, the state the, the city came in and cleaned up the spot without allowing us to come and see if anything we could take. Yeah. And I understand they they want to fix the freeway. I fully understand, but at the same time, you know, it, it was it was it was our stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, like uh, for like for instance, right now we're waiting for uh, for the fire department to release the report because I'm renting a, 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 a if if I don't if they don't release the report then. We we in there that once that had trucks we had to be leasing in uh, a truck per day which is three hundred and eighty dollars plus mileage a day and um, and if they don't release that report we have to keep on uh, renting which is a lot of money for I mean I understand for a lot of people three hundred or four hundred bucks is not a lot but for us it is for us it is. All right, Rudy. We appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk to us, and uh, sorry about losing a lot of your business uh, items there, but thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks very much. Thank you, sir. All right. All right. That's Rudy Serafin, one of the business owners who lost much of his business uh, because of the uh, pallet yard that caught fire under the 10 freeway early Saturday morning. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, we just got done talking to a man by the name of Rudy Serafin, one of the people that operated a business, believe it or not, under the 10 freeway that burnt early Saturday morning from what appears to be an arson fire. This is near downtown Los Angeles. It's one of the biggest stories going in the country because the freeway is closed. Uh, a lot of people were shocked to find out people were actually operating businesses under a freeway. He uh, provided the garment district with hangers and cardboard and other items. Said he was out about $800,000 in equipment and trucks, but still trying to keep his business going. I mean, this is like the underbelly, the underside of life that... Uh, Besides the homeless that we deal with all the time, who knew that people are operating businesses under freeways? Well, it all sends us back to Anthony Nawade, the guy that owns this Apex Development Inc. out of Calabasas. He's the one that actually got a lease with Caltrans for that property under the freeway. But he was subleasing it out, and some of the people he subleased to actually subleased to other people. And so the whole thing ended up in litigation. But some and, of them had flammable materials. Right. And that's what accelerated the fire. So it wasn't just an isolated fire that the arson had started. Arson started, got enhanced dramatically by the flammable materials. Well, it says here in August, the state served him and his subtenants with a three-day notice. In September filed the lawsuit to evict. But I guess you have to go through the courts before you can actually send police no. out there to drag people away. It's so. California's own stupid eviction laws that kept the state from evicting businesses where the the uh, the lead the lead business that had the lease wasn't paying the state the rent, right? That was no Wade. Yeah. He was sure getting the money from the poor people under right. the freeway. So he was taking the money from the sub lessees and not and not giving, paying the rent and to not, the state, right? And he was right. bullying them. So no Wade's a bad guy. But the thing is, Newsom put turned all the attention on no Wade, except what about all these inspectors from Caltrans? from the state fire department and maybe LAP, LAFD as well, who went through there. Did and, he pay them off? Well, and he... Looks like they looked the other way. I mean, Rudy said it was a nice guy, but he didn't say anything about uh, we couldn't have this stuff there. Be because Newsom is standing there beating his, uh, his uh, hairless chest, saying that, well, you know, we're in violation of the lease. Your employees, your By the way, agencies... How do you know his uh, chest is hairless? That's weird. I saw it once. Okay. I, it... It, the thing is, 
It's Newsom's agency, Newsom's employees who let this go even after they did numerous tours, numerous inspections. So his agencies don't do their job properly. It circles so, back to what it always comes back to because they're largely migrants and the homeless. We look the other way to violations. Didn't we talk about the two Californias years ago? Remember Victor Davis Hanson wrote yes, about that? Yes. That's right. If you but, do anything wrong because you have a job and you pay taxes, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll fine you. But homeless people, migrants. Eh, you but know. Newsom wouldn't take responsibility. He didn't say, look, we let these people, because they're immigrants, have a break and do their business. Oh, yeah, he's not telling the truth. He's not right. telling the truth. All he's saying is we're in litigation. We're in, litiga- in other words, we took action. We're trying to fight the bad guy, this, this character in a way. We were doing everything. Pro- no, you weren't. You allowed this business district to develop, and your inspectors in your agencies knew it and let it go to the point where they had flammable materials. This is just like a few years back, and I remember Nimrod Garcetti was mayor. They suddenly had this idea they had to clear the homeless out of the high fire hazard areas. I don't even know if they completely did that, but it became a thing because we were having some fires in some high fire zones. But they didn't do that for years for the same reasons. We give them a break. What did Rudy Serafin say? That that fire that happened wasn't the first fire. It probably wasn't even the hundredth fire. Yeah, he says within the neighborhood there, there's always fires, right? Yeah. So, and he tries to smell whether or not it's just food being cooked or it's something dangerous that could burn up his property, right? Yeah. So that's how they're living because the Los Angeles Fire Department allows it. Karen Bass's Fire Department allows it. Gavin Newsom's fire agency allows it. Yep. Caltrans yep. allows it. So it all falls back on them. The reason the fire happened was not a random arsonist. Uh, if if there was nothing underneath that uh, overpass to burn, then the, the fire would have went out on its own. But it had a lot to burn because of the incompetence of the state fire department, L.A. fire department, Caltrans, Newsom, and Karen Bass. Collective incompetence, neglect of duty. All right, when we come back, well, it is the guy we thought it was. They have charged a man by the name of Loe Al-Naji. The 50-year-old Park man in the death of Paul Kessler. Uh, they apparently clashed at a gathering in Thousand Oaks over Israel and Hamas. Details next. KFI AM 640 live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right. Well, it is finally a charge of involuntary manslaughter against the man who apparently got involved in a scuffle with Paul Kessler. Paul Kessler was at a pro-Israel gathering on November 5th in Thousand Oaks. Also, there were pro-Palestinian protesters. And it looks like one of them by the name of Loei Al-Naji, 50-year-old from Moore Park, some sort of professor at Ventura College, uh, got into a confrontation with Kessler and Kessler fell backwards, hit his head. We're going to talk to Chris Adler now, uh, KFI News, for uh, more details on this uh, breaking news this morning. Chris, uh, what's going on? Hey, guys. Uh, so what we know right now is Moore Park College computer science professor Loe Al-Naji was arrested this morning and booked on suspicion of involuntary manslaughter. So he's being held on $1 million bail and involuntary manslaughter, meaning that the person responsible for the death of the other person did not intend to kill that person with whatever action took place. Now, the Ventura County DA will be reviewing the case and potential charges, but I spoke with a criminal defense attorney who says if the professor is in fact convicted, for involuntary manslaughter. He could be facing up to four years, but it also depends on the county and the, the set of circumstances. So witnesses said last week during the investigation, they saw a man hit Paul Kessler over the head with a megaphone before he went down. According to the Ventura County Medical Examiner, there were injuries to the left side of Kessler's face consistent with being hit with an object and a fatal injury to the back of the head that would be consistent with a fall. So the medical examiner says the injury from the fall is what killed him but attorneys say if the professor caused the fall that killed him, being that he hit him in the head with an object or his fist or whatever, that would also be taken into account. It's still a homicide. And uh, the fact that he caused the fall could make him liable, you guys. Uh, did they talk at all about uh, w whether the professor was considered the aggressor? Like. No, they haven't. They haven't released any of those details. I reached out to the sheriff's department today. He says they will be releasing additional information at the, around three o'clock today, whether that's a press conference or a press release. But they would not comment any further. And if you guys recall, last week I asked them also about a megaphone. If there had been any objects recovered during the investigation, if there was in fact a megaphone, um, they said they could not comment on that. I also spoke with John, who you guys spoke with last week. He 
was a friend and a witness, uh, uh, or rather somebody who was at the rally. He didn't actually see what happened, but he said that this professor, now that we we know this is this professor, had come across the street and was trying to agitate him. And when he got nowhere with John, he walked across the street and started antagonizing Kessler. Then he heard a commotion and saw a megaphone fly over, but he didn't actually see a megaphone, a megaphone uh, hit him. And the sheriff's department says they've been receiving conflicting reports. Some witnesses say they saw him hit with a megaphone. Some said they did not see a megaphone. So there's conflicting reports, and we don't know that information just yet, guys. That's why they took two weeks, because they were trying to sort out. Uh, did they ever get any video? Not that we know of, and if they have, they haven't said anything. There's very, um, you know, they're very, they're being very careful with this situation and not releasing a lot of details. But again, in the press release that was released this morning, they said that the investigation is still ongoing. They did make this arrest. This professor was actually, he was the suspect that remained at the scene. He was cooperating with authorities and also called and made a, a 911 call when Kessler was, was injured and bleeding on the ground. Uh, so they said initially that this is the guy that they were uh, investigating last week, but they did not make an arrest because it was still under investigation. So now this arrest is made. They say they will release additional details, but whether there's a video out there or not, I certainly have not seen any video myself in doing research and investigating this. And uh, so, you know, we don't know if there is. Yeah, well, uh, police don't want to, to start yeah. another riot out of this. Yeah, I'd be curious to say what the professor told them when they were talking to him, because obviously if there was a megaphone involved, he would have said something about it, and they should have recovered it and tested it and everything else to see if it looked like it hit a guy's face. He would think right. they would do that. And that's what the, the media, we asked We asked the sheriff's department that, and he said we could not comment on it. We said, well, what transpired? What happened? What What did he say happened? And they wouldn't comment on that, you guys. So uh, we're waiting to see. We're waiting to get an update here around 3 o'clock, the sheriff's department says. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what further information they will be releasing to us. All right, Chris, thank you for that update. Absolutely, guys. Thanks. All right, Chris Adler, KFI News. And what we're dealing with is the Ventura County Sheriff's Office recommends these charges. So the DA, the Ventura County District Attorney's Office, then has to make this formal, whether or not they're going to go with the involuntary manslaughter case against uh, this man for shoving uh, Mr. Kessler to the ground, which well, eventually caused his death. And and who the aggressor was is important because uh, you, you could see... Uh, yeah, what if they both shoved each other? Alnaji could claim self-defense. Right. He could say that he pushed me first and pushed me hard, but because uh, if you've seen Alnaji, he's kind of big. may not have resulted in much uh, of and, a move there. And, 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 then, and uh, the, he just said, you know, to defend myself, I did push back, and he hit his head. I, I think it's but, obviously he did whack Kessler with the... Yeah, because phone. of the facial injuries. You know, the, right. the, the, the uh, witnesses who said they didn't see it means they weren't in position to see it. They weren't looking. Right. Or their vision was obscured. But it clearly happened because he had a, you know, uh, an injury on the side of his face, Kessler, and injury in the back of his head, which, which killed him. Yeah, we all knew some kind of charge had to come. This may be the softer of all the predicted charges, but uh, you couldn't just let this go. I mean, a man yeah. died and there was some sort of terrible confrontation. And Because uh, the, the official definition of involuntary manslaughter in California is when someone is killed by an unlawful act less severe than a felony or by a lawful act which might produce death in an unlawful manner. Uh, or you you have you didn't use proper caution. Caution, right? Yeah. 
So if you're going to shove somebody, it shouldn't be on the pavement. You know, get on the grass if right. you're going to start having. See, a... if, if you whack somebody in the face, you're you're with a with a megaphone. Uh, a reasonable person would know that that possibly could kill them. Right. Either, the, yeah. either the megaphone itself or by falling down and hitting their head. Yeah, I mean Kessler is 69 years old. This guy's 50, and uh, yeah. uh, Kessler clearly was probably thinner. And uh, the impact of the megaphone on his face probably caused him to lose his balance and uh, hit his head. So, uh, all right, well, we'll see what happens. And I guess that's probably what we're going to hear in the 3 o'clock hour, an official announcement from the Ventura County DA about these charges against this uh, uh, community college professor. Uh, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Considering running no. for president in no. 2024 or 2028. No. Not even no. considering. Oh, no, not at all. This election is a choice about life and death. We didn't defeat Trumpism. This is the most consequential election. They choose that as they sell fear around crime. They sell calm around these perverse gun laws. What we've got right now is not working and it's about to break. Look at the sewage that is online that they amplify on these networks and in social media to dehumanize people. This whole damn border debate is made up. That's how extreme the Republican Party is in the United States of America. It's time to organize, guys. Bottom up, not just top down. Republicans have been organizing bottom up forever. Where the hell are we? As a party to capture the narrative. I honestly, if I were offering him political advice, I'd, I'd tell him to pack up and, and wait a few years. I never trust politicians, so I get why you keep asking. So when I see you in Iowa in 2023, I will uh, play this yeah. for you. What's with the fake growl when he does? And now, John and Ken present the Ooh. Gavin Newsom is running for president desk. Uh, Gavin Newsom may be sort of running for president. Well, may, maybe Gavin Newsom not running for president desk. Well, I what mean, he, can, he does, can you... Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Well, I'm just saying this gathering, this is this stupid APEC conference in San Francisco. This is what politicians do. They love to have these big gatherings. They bring in a celebrity. I guess Gwen Stefani did some singing. We're talking about Biden, Newsom, the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Whoa, it's a the Vice President Kamala Harris. It was an idiot's convention. It's a Mensa meeting, isn't oh, it? Oh, God. <laughs> they all gathered in San Francisco at this little welcoming show last can, night. Wait, wait. Can you imagine this Wiener Fest? You got Gavin Newsom and Justin Trudeau in San Francisco. Yes, and they sat down and had their own little summit together. And, right? they, oh, and they were both God. they were both topless. Did you see that? Oh, that's how you knew he has a hairless chest. Yeah, that's right. For some reason you knew Newsom has a hairless chest. He does. So I don't, okay. I He's a little short of testosterone. It's nothing. It's it's all right. Nothing to be ashamed uh, of. Right. And of course, old Joe, who turns eighty-one on Monday. Mull over that for a moment, although he acts like he's 91, at least, uh, as stiff oh. as ever and can't seem to remember oh. where he is. Oh, you know, it was a good one. Uh, uh, he did a little press conference and they, they'd given him, you know, cards to call on or they, they'd given him an order of reporters to call on. And he goes, uh, CBS, um, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, he who can't he, do it smoothly. He, he didn't. He forgot the reporter. And, of course, these reporters are really well-known hmm. to people like Biden because they've been there for years, right? So he forgot 
the reporter's name and then forgot the reporter from the Washington Post. Oh. I, he, he couldn't remember their name or he couldn't match up the name with the face. Yeah. Right. The end is near. Uh, now, we're going to play you this audio because Newsom apparently was one of the warm-up acts who spoke first at this welcome event for APEC. But uh, imagine when you hear this, that also a warm-up speaker was the vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris. Now, she's a buffoon, but when you listen to what Biden said here, even the 81-year-old <laughs> decrepit leader of the U.S. is bypassing her as to what comes next. Listen up. It's a real honor to welcome all my fellow leaders to the United States. Two years ago, when the United States offered to host this summit, we knew we needed a location dynamic and diverse and as APAC itself. And APEC uh, in San Francisco, here we are. I want to talk about Governor Newsom. I want to thank him. He's been one hell of a governor, man. <laughs> Matter of fact, he could do anything he wants. He could have the job I'm looking for. There you go. He could have the job I'm looking for. You, no, uh, you already have the job. <laughs> Did you forget that? That made no sense. This is not 2020 when you were running for president. <laughs> he should have said, president. He, you, he could have the job that I job have I'm now. Looking to, or I'm looking to keep, right? Or I'm looking right. to keep, right. Yeah, you're right, though. I didn't think of that. No, no mention of Kamala at all. Right, right in your face. Yeah, she's right there, too. I mean, she's supposed to be the person in waiting. The vice president is the next president. Is the way it doesn't always work that way, but it's supposed to. Uh, no. <laughs> And Newsom warmed up the crowd. God, we should have grabbed some of this. He hailed California as a dream and a coming attraction. This is the BS he's trying to sell on people. That California should, the rest of the country should look to go the way we are with all the homeless people and the crime and the traffic and the That's decrepit right. roads. Uh, people dying on the streets by the thousands every year. Dead bodies by the thousands. But he looked his sharpest. I'm looking at these pictures. His hair is really slick back. Uh -huh. He looks trim in this completely well-tailored suit. Right. He he looks the part. He's tall, taller than most people in the pictures. He's got his stunning blonde wife with him. <laughs> yes. They're ready. If Biden collapses, he's stepping in. He's stepping right over. He's standing on Kamala Harris. <laughs> got his boot right on her neck. Oh, yeah. The moment that Biden announces he's not running, if that happens, or some health problem that restricts him, this guy is jumping up into the void. Kamala quickly. face down on the ground. <laughs> now, oh, yeah. He'll step on her face. She she should have started screaming. What am I invisible here? I am vice president. You get that? Did and I'm also from the Bay Area. This is my home, too. Why can't I talk about that? I got here first. He's still in California. I'm right down the hall from you. Do you want to hear one of her quotes from her statements? No. As vice president, I have traveled to Indo-Pacific countries at least four times over the last four years. Great. You, <laughs> you boarded a plane. I visited American sailors deployed to Japan and American soldiers at the Korean DMZ. Wow. I visited. Because it's the what? Asian Pacific. She wants to show everybody that I've been all over the place. What, what did you do last year? Oh, I visited. <laughs> I visited. I visited. <laughs> I, I went on planes. I went on boats. I have spent time with many of the world leaders here today in bilateral meetings. Mm, Bilater tough one. Yeah. And multilateral summits. Ooh. That's, right. uh, that's pretty great. I represented the U.S. at APEC last year in Bangkok. Me, me, oh, me. She, yeah, she's trying to. Well, no, I think she Harris. felt upstaged. Yeah, she felt upstaged. I mean, even Gwen Stefani probably got a bigger greeting than Kamala Harris. But, uh, no, oh, she, my God, she, Justin Trudeau. Everybody forgot the dictator sitting there, the president right. of China. Ka Kamala Harris's only chance... Biden has to die within a year. 
Do you even think that's going to do it? Because Newsom will jump in. Well, to wrestle the nomination, he'll audit, but, but no, oh, no, she'll yeah. take over the position until right. right. She she could get the job for a year, but that's it. Then do you think that's going to help? No, <laughs> but but she'll have it. She'll be the what would it be the forty? Uh, what is by what what number president are we up to? Uh, Trump is forty five, right? So Biden's yes. forty six. So Kamala Harris has a chance to be forty uh, seventh president for a year if Biden drops dead now. No, there's always that for your resume. Or, you know, maybe you know, maybe for six months, maybe for three days, right? Yeah. But no, she's not getting a nomination, or or she's not going to win. All right. When we come back, oh, Newsom's California, uh huh. L.A. County criminal justice. Uh, I had to rub my eyes to read this headline a couple of times. Suspect wanted in violent follow home robberies was arrested five times for robbery in eighteen months. Yeah. Another winner story from our criminal justice system. All right. Blake Trolley's on it. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Thank you, George Gascon. John and Ken, Deborah Mark, live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 